Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. Coming up, a U.S.-China trade deal is positive for grain markets today. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy. 30% chance of flurries early this afternoon. Wind north 20 becoming light this afternoon. Temperature falling to minus 21 today. Wind chill near minus 29 and risk of frostbite. The low tonight minus 27. Wind chill minus 28 tonight and minus 36 overnight. That's the wind chill risk of frostbite. Tomorrow partly cloudy. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high minus 18. Wind chill minus 36 tomorrow morning. Minus 28 in the afternoon. Risk of frostbite. The low minus 19. Sunday, partly cloudy. The high minus 15. The low minus 19. Monday, partly cloudy. The high minus 11. The low minus 18. Tuesday, sunny and turning milder. The high minus 8. The low minus 11. Wednesday, sunny. The high minus 4. The low minus 11. Thursday, sunny. The high near minus 4. Normal high is minus 8 for this date. The normal low, minus 20. The sun rose at 8.51 this morning. It sets at 4.55 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan at minus 13. The cold spot, Uranium City up north at minus 36 degrees. In Estevan, once again, minus 13. The hot spot in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, minus 20. Swift Current, minus 16. Weyburn, minus 14. Yorkton is minus 20. Partly cloudy in Regina, minus 16. That's three above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 22. Wind chill, minus 26 right now. Humidity is 73%. The barometer rising, 102.3. Drifting snow in Moose Jaw, minus 17. Winds are from the north-northwest at 22. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, minus 16. That's three above Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. A new trade deal between China and the United States is pushing up grain markets today. Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial, Adam Pacallo, says several factors this week have influenced grain markets, but he says a key factor is a new trade deal between China and the U.S. Well, Jim, there was... Quite a, a bit of news that has impacted the markets here this week. First, starting off with on Tuesday, there was uh, an anticipated USDA crop production report, which actually came out neutral for all of the grains. So it really didn't have that much volatile impact on anything here. However, what we have seen recently that was announced yesterday was, in fact, the moving forward of the phase one deal. So there are no longer to be the $160 million 
worth of tariffs going on December 15th. So that has been quite positive here for the soybean market. And in turn, we have actually seen canola uh, break out of uh, a small tight trading range that it has been in here recently. So that will be definitely one thing to watch for next week is if canola could keep following the soy markets higher. You're referring to, of course, the U.S.-China agreement or deal. Tell me a little bit about the outlook for this coming week. Well, the next week I'm going to be watching wheat prices very closely as well. So that has been one thing that I I know I spoke with you last week, is it seems that Minneapolis wheat is at a bottom here technically, and we have started to see it turn up on the charts. So again, I have been discussing with clients replacement strategies for their wheat. And again, looking even further out on canola prices as well and how we could protect um, maybe going into that May timeframe. So what are you suggesting? Suggesting for now that farms, if they do have a lot of canola still that needs to be sold and possibly need cash flow, that to be watching the prices closely because this is a time that we might see some more upward movement in this next couple of months. And again, on the wheat front, if farms have sold quite a bit, then that's when they may want to look at replacing it using futures or options. Adam Pacallo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. There's still a lot of unanswered questions in the latest U.S.-China trade deal. The Chief Market Analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions, Neil Townsend, says the agreement is pushing up grain prices today. Well, I mean, I think, you know, we're seeing, uh, generally speaking, all of the markets up today. Uh, They're, you know, trading uh, headline news, I guess you'd say, and the big headline is that the U.S. and China have completed a phase one deal. I mean, uh, just the Chinese are having a press conference as we speak, and they were asked the question, you know, did you commit to buy $50 billion worth of uh, ag goods from the U.S.? And they just said, well, we're not going to mention any number right now. Wait till you see the text of the uh, of the deal. And we still have to review that and translate that. So, again, we're still waiting as to see what the big impact that's going to have. And that will have an impact on all of the commodity prices. I mean, You know, I think what the market likes most is they like certainty. And I think there has been a level of uncertainty and volatility in all the ag markets and the broader equity markets and the cash markets, just about the fact that there is a lot of uncertainty and volatility when we have, you know, the two biggest economies in the world having a major uh, trade dispute. That being said, when you look, isolate all of the particular commodities, I mean, there's there's different levels of impact between China and U.S. trade deal or other factors. And I think wheat's one where when you look at the fundamentals, we still see some struggles in the wheat market. So, you know, if you were to see wheat kind of increase uh, by 15, 20, 25 cents because of trade news headlines, that's probably a good time to think about pricing a little bit because otherwise, I mean, the struggles with wheat are just that, you know, we've got a lot of supply and we're struggling to find the demand. Positives are the fact that, you know, for Canadian farmers, is that, like, you know, Australia has a very small crop. There still can be some downside to it. They're looking at, you know, around 15 million tons or just over 15 million tons. Uh, They had a very short crop last year. So, you know, the second half of the marketing year, there should be more incremental demand flowing towards Canada from places like Indonesia, Japan, you know, other markets that are serviced by Australia. So, you know, we're going to pick up some of that. I mean, uh, exports have been relatively robust. We had a very big week of exports this past week for Canada. So, you know, we got to pick up some of that. But I mean, this the same problem persists. And that problem is that when somebody's looking to buy wheat, 
outside of a few select markets in say the Asia Pacific basin, they get a lot of offers. You know, the European Union's exported more wheat this year. Ukraine is exporting more wheat. Russia's down because they're facing more competition. And those are the kinds of structures that we're going to battle. So I think wheat will kind of get a little bit stronger here. But I think that, you know, we're, we're talking about like a 25 cent gain from where we are today, not, you know, 75 to a dollar. But this latest, what would we call it, an agreement between China and the United States, you feel is very positive for grain markets? I feel it's positive because it reduces a level of uncertainty. Now, if the specific details come out and they're not buying 50 billion, they're buying, you know, 5 billion or 10 billion or 15 billion, you know, or, uh, you know, that could be detrimental to the ag sector because people will be very disappointed. I mean, the 50 billion number, a lot of people have pointed that out as being, you know, relatively absurd. I mean, you know, that's, that's like, two and a half times what they bought pre-trade war, you know, so they were buying about 20 billion. So now they're going to be buying 50 billion a year. And is it 50 billion a year or is it like 50 billion more over the 10 year period? I mean, nobody really knows. And they're being very close lipped on that, on those details. So, I mean, you got to await the, await the actual details. Like don't trade the headlines, except, I mean, if wheat goes up 25 cents, say on the headlines, just, but then the details come out, it could, drop the market back down a bit. And wheat will be a component of what they buy, but certainly it's not going to be, you know, the lead component because, you know, China produces, a, you know, an enormous amount of wheat. They do buy wheat, but I mean, they're not, you know, they buy like 85 million tons of soybeans. They buy five to six or seven million tons of wheat in a really robust wheat trade year. So we're talking about, you know, like a scale that's, you know, 20 to one soybeans over wheat imports. That's part one with Neil Townsend coming up, part two on the canola market. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and pulled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds, they're held over, they're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. The new U.S.-China trade deal has improved grain market prices today, but there's still some uncertainty. Chief Market Analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions, Neil Townsend, says canola prices could jump 25 cents a bushel in coming months. Well, canola is, uh, you know, again, is it a winner or a loser with the U.S.-China trade deal? I mean, you know, it, it would depend on your view of how substitutable canola is for soybeans. And I mean, you know, are they seen as like just various veg oils there? Or are they seen as, uh, you know, unique products? I tend to think they're a unique product. I tend to think that there's nothing in the trade deal that they settled here that seems to have resolved the uh, Canada-China issues, which are, you know, more political than maybe trade-orientated. Uh, you know, it's still, we got the two uh, Canadian gentlemen, uh, you know, still under in prison there. There's no resolution in sight. So I don't think we have clear-cut access, market access to the Chinese market. That being said, I mean, you know, we had Statistics Canada come out and tell us that we had a smaller crop than most of the trade would think that we had. 
you know, and if that turns out to be true, that's positive because that shaves, you know, a million tons out of the S&D that didn't have a home that would have just fallen on the in the storage of the farmer or whatever. And then the other thing to look at is we have had, you know, pretty solid exports and we're picking up market share in the European Union. Uh, and if we can persist in kind of moving volumes to the European Union, continue to kind of do uh, crushing and export the crush, because the crush has been very strong, I, I think canola has some upside. Now, again, we're not talking about a dollar a bushel uh, or, you know, $30, $40 in the futures. We're talking about maybe the current price plus 25 or $0.50 cents is kind of the high water mark of the year. And, you know, a lot will depend maybe on the last two or three months of this marketing year when we start to see projections on acreage and we get to, you know, some of the conditions. Like, certainly if we lose that million tons from the Statistics Canada and we, you know, operate with their production number as opposed to, you know, a higher production number. If we saw bad weather and a bit of incremental demand or something like that, we could maybe get ourselves down to a sub-3 million ton canola carryout projection, and that would be you know, relatively supportive. I mean, it wouldn't, again, create a dollar momentum, but it would create maybe another 25 cents, especially if planting is slow or there's too much water, not enough water. So I would definitely, you know, watch that last three-month period of the 2019-20 marketing year, and that that could be a high watermark for uh, canola prices. Neil Townsend is a Chief Market Analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose $4.70 at 4.2518. Oats gained $4.69 at $208.26. Number one red spring wheat went up a dollar sixteen at two fourteen twenty seven. The rest were all unchanged. Durham two hundred sixty six dollars thirty nine cents. Feed barley one fifty seven sixty eight. Flax five twenty one thirty five. Lentils three seventy two fifty. Yellow peas two forty four eighty nine. Feed wheat one fifty six eighty three. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is up six cents at 5.29 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the week of December 12th. We didn't have a regular sale in Assiniboia this week. It was Weyburn's turn. The next regular sale of cow cows and cow bulls in Assiniboia is next Wednesday. At December the 18th, D1 and, the D1 and 2 cows that we did sell sold between 78 and 88 cents. D3 cows sold between 65 and 73. Canner cows 40 to 60 cents. Good butcher bulls, good meaty bulls sold between 98 cents and $1.10. The calf run is over for this year. Very few feed lots want to lay calves in at this time of year when they're short staffed during the holiday season which seems to last longer and longer every year. This has been Roy Rutledge reporting. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,100 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 115 to 147 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,700 head, selling in a range of 114 to 147 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, December 14th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 130.62, Ham's Cash 145.32, Thunder Creek Brickle 146.36, and High Life 146.55 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. 
On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 11 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3182. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.79 cents US. US cash markets are mixed to finish the week and have remained within their historical patterns in recent years. Massive pork production is weighing on the trade despite good packer profitability and a recent resurgence in the pork cutout that now sees the net value of the carcass coming in at the second highest level of this marketing week going back to 2013. But more upside could be possible if the phase one trade deal materializes as recently announced. Lean hog futures gapped higher at the open on the latest optimism but once again have backed off after pushing higher in the early morning trade. The market will be looking for more concrete news, especially on China's acceptance of the agreement in principle, which would provide underlying support. The outlook today, partly cloudy skies, 30% chance of flurries early this afternoon, wind north 20 becoming light this afternoon, temperature falling to minus 21 today, wind chill near minus 29 and risk of frostbite. The low tonight, minus 27, wind chill minus 28 tonight, minus 36 overnight, risk of frostbite. Saturday, partly cloudy. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The high minus 18 tomorrow. Wind chill minus 36 tomorrow morning, minus 28 in the afternoon, and a low of minus 19. In Regina, partly cloudy, minus 16. That's three above Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.